I should have been home yesterday. Yesterday, country roads take me home to the place I belong. Yeah, yeah. West Virginia, my mama, take me home, country roads. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 10 of the 10-Minute Break Podcast. We're back again today on an early Thursday morning for another edition of the 10-Minute Break Podcast. We're going to talk about the upcoming Senior Week, um, next year's Executive Board elected um, students, and some of the spring sports, and then we have a, another special edition of Killian's Concerns at the end today. And, you know, Senior Week, it's got a lot of us senior class excited about, you know, moving on to the next step, to moving on to college and whatever ha- the future has for us. But as we move on, some people move up. The juniors and sophomores go into positions of leaderships in this school. And the perfect example of that is uh, the student body president-elect, Luke Corrette, who we now love to welcome to the 10-Minute Break podcast. Welcome, Luke. What's up, welcome, guys? Welcome, welcome. Glad to be here. I'm excited. Yeah, we had uh, only a few technical uh, difficulties <laughs> to get started today, but um, we want to hear your thoughts. You know, what were you feeling after you heard that you had won the uh, the president for next year? And, you know, what was going through your head in that moment when you realized that, you know, next year you're the guy. You get to, you know, lead your lead the whole school and also your senior class um, in the student activities next year? Well, at first, I was uh, I was a bit concerned. I mean, if you would have asked me three years ago, maybe even two, like, Luke, do you want to be president of Jesuit High School? I'd probably have been like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I would have been scared. But I think I matured a little bit, and I kind of realized that I, w- I want to make my mark on the school. And so um, I ran for junior class president. I won. And that allowed me to follow Roland. And uh, he's an amazing example that I, I get to follow. Oh, thank you. Oh, no problem, man. And um, so I decided, you know what? I'm running for president. And I, I talked to my parents. They were down for it. They are like, we support you 100%. So I ran. And when I finally found out that I won, I was sorry to whoever's class I was in. I screamed. I, was, I, I just went, let's go, on the top of my lungs. And um, no, I was just really excited. And I, I think I can make some big changes. I know what I want. I know what I want to see in the future Jesuit. And I plan on making that happen. Okay, so um, last year or this year, you were uh, the junior class vice president. Uh, ju- sorry, junior class president. And that means you were on the executive board. You got to spend a lot of time and have a lot of experience uh, understanding how it works uh, throughout this year. Now that you're the president, do you kind of, from this past experience, do you, have you built like a central image, a central goal that you want next year? Kind of puts you on the spot. but Yeah, but um, <clears throat> I, I do. Like, I've seen how Roland uh, runs as president, and I've took amazing things from him. I've seen what our current board does that I really like and I want to continue for next year. And there's some things that they kind of lack, which I think I can hopefully 
make better, improve a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the job as president is uh, to have a couple like really crazy ideas for an event or something. Do you have any any wild things you got in your brain? Well, I said this in my speech. Mainly the T-shirt launcher. I mean, we talked about it as an e-board. Yeah, we, this we year. talked about that a lot. It, it just, just never never, worked, yeah. never came out. So uh, that's one of the first things I want to do. And I feel like bringing the T-shirt launcher out to games, out to Jesuit events would get a lot of more pep rallies would be awesome with a t-shirt cannon I feel like a lot of people would come especially during football games maybe if it doesn't hit someone in the face during a baseball game and uh but yeah pep rallies too like I feel like that'd be awesome are you also going to try to push the uh the shysty gizzard ski mask (laughs) idea uh so I did talk to father Kramer about it he is not a fan but (laughs) surprise surprise yeah I don't, I don't understand why it wouldn't be, but... For those who don't know what it is, is I basically took a ski mask and li- labeled it Gizzard on the top. But um, now I have just random 8th and ninth graders coming up to me just putting, pretending to put the shisey on. I, I think mean, it's kind of funny, but... It's tough. It's going to go down in student council history right next to the Gizzard cape, you know? Those kind of things. It's <laughs> It's all there. Going like looking at your board, I mean, we've had the the big four elected: president, vice president, uh, treasurer, and secretary, being Kyle Collins, uh, Brendan O'Quinn, and then Alex Corletta, respectively. What do you think are the strengths of this group? Just looking at it. Well, um, coming from me, I think we have a very solid group. I mean, I don't think there could have been anyone better. Like Alex Corletta pulled out an amazing speech, pulling out the guitar. Like who expected that? I mean, I feel like I heard about that, dude. Yeah, that was that was a great speech. It was really well done. Like I never expected that from Alex, but seeing what he can do, I feel like he'd be amazing on eboard. And knowing Kyle, he's kind of like a hype man, and he's like, he's he's like a Hollis this year. He will if you ask him to do something, he'll do it. And then Brennan, Brennan, I think he's perfect. He's a hard worker. He'll like if you ask him to do something, he'll do it. So I think. Us four, mainly as elected board, I feel like we'd be amazing and hopefully unstoppable this year. And then that being four of, all, of a total of nine positions, do you think there's any particular weaknesses in your board that you're going to try to fill with the junior class president, senior class president, and executive aides? Uh, I hope not. I mean, this year I feel like we had a lack of the e-board coming out to games and stuff, but I feel like I can encourage this year's board to hopefully come like whenever i go out to a, a baseball game i'm always seeing you rolling but uh like from our vice president secretary treasurer i don't really see them all the time so hopefully i can get them out to come that's a good point that's a good point and you know man, I, don't hate, I don't hate anything not throwing hate i love those guys <laughs> i mean yeah. besides besides all this crazy president activities is there anything else you're excited for going into your senior year? Um, just, I guess, continuing to go on this journey with my friends, especially as a senior, being a leader, and um, just can't wait. I mean, I'm ready. Yeah, talking about the senior journey, it looks like ours, our other senior hosts, our journey might be coming to a close here soon with the culmination being senior week next week. 
So, you know, asking you guys, Roland, first, being that you've planned some of it, what are you, what are you excited about, you know, going into next week, most of all? I know this is going to be very particular, but uh, the Tour de Khaki, I think, is going to be really fun, really cool. What I'm really looking forward to, honestly, is the breakfast after Tour de Khaki. Classic, I don't know. I just, classic football player line. It's 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 like more of that than the other food. I think that's just like kind of exciting. I, I agree. Like, I don't think I've had I've had Jesuit provide me breakfast before. I when I saw it, I, I got excited. I'll admit, I was excited <laughs> for the breakfast. I, I, it's not just a football player quote, you know. Rugby too. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited for the uh, senior superlatives. I think that would be, be funny. funny. Yeah, that yeah. would be funny. When is that? That's uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. And, uh, Tuesday at lunch at the Commons. So it it should be a lot of fun and. You know, also personally, I'm I'm excited to see Senior Shirt Day um, with our college shirts because there's a lot of guys in our class who I really don't know where they're going. That's true. And I think That's it'll true. be I'm excited for that. Yeah, it'll be fun to kind of see where everyone's off to, and I think we might see a, su- a few surprises in there. That oh yeah, um, well, what day is that? Monday. 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 That's Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's tough. You cannot forget your college shirt that day. Killian, <laughs> don't forget it. <laughs> I won't. I promise. I'm not for- I'm gonna forget it. <laughs> However, go frogs. Speaking of uh, journeys coming to an end, um, this is one of our final episodes as host. Penultimate. Of the, pil- the, the penultimate. Penultimate. Penultimate podcast. And so I guess what we're going to be talking about in this podcast, sadly enough, is how you can replace us and the steps to doing that. So, Roland, would you like to? So right now uh, – as as this podcast is being recorded on a Thursday, this is due I think at the end of end of school on the next day tomorrow Friday, uh, Friday April twenty first, and there's a there's a form sitting outside the uh, the student activities office and it's just a form that you can just go up, you know sign your name say your homeroom and you have an opportunity to kind of essentially replace or join somebody who's leading one of the branches of student activities whether that is the ten minute break podcast or the newspaper. Or, you know, video editing. Video editing, photography, all of these these huge things that are really important to student life and to the school as a whole are all all have openings and are all looking for capable Blue Jays to take the helm. And also on top of that, if you aren't quite able to get that form in, just go talk to Mr. Flores. I mean, he's all ears for any idea you have. That's how a lot of these things have started, like the videos, like the, you know, a lot of the student photography. So... If you want to ask him about the 10-minute break podcast, just don't be afraid to go up to him, talk to him about it, and he's, he's all ears about, you know, if you want to join, if you want to be a part of these things, so, you know, don't be shy. But I think also in the end of this school year, it is still important to recognize the sports that are still going on. So these spring sports that are actually doing really well collectively. I mean, we have our, uh, our rugby team that's ranked nationally and number one in the state. We have a lacrosse team that's ranked second in the state and our baseball team that's ranked second in the state, both going into playoffs. And uh, our resident rugby player is here to talk about a potential uh, nationals trip coming up. So the reason we're kind of doing this podcast early, one of the reasons is because later today, me and along with my other rugby peers, we're traveling to Virginia to go – joined the Gonzaga National Tournament. Oh, yeah. And I guess I could argue international because we have... Is there is there a team outside of the United States playing? 
I heard there's some South Africans coming to play. Then, and wow. Then I'd say international. Oh, oh wow. Ooh. The Canadians are coming? I, I, I heard a rumor. And okay. so this tournament is um, just outside of Washington, D.C. with, I would say, the best teams in the nation. And we uh, got invited to go up. We are really excited for it. We play two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. It should be um it should be a really, really good time. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a daunting challenge, especially since our first game is against the number one team in the nation, uh, which is Gonzaga. The people hosting oh, the tournament. Oh, okay. Um but we are we're really excited. Uh you know, I don't think uh, a lot of people know this. Uh Gonzaga they they don't expect uh to have a hard fight against us. Uh I heard some criticism. And I just want to say I'm not taking that criticism uh, lightly. And we, we expect to go out there. We expect to surprise some people. We're really excited and uh, just can't wait for the uh, trip to un- unveil itself. I mean, yeah, I would say it's a great opportunity for the rugby team to really go out and have, you know, a lot of games against. I know it's tough um, when you're playing these high ranked opponents because you can get. Um, you know, you can get surprised in one loss, and then the next day you might have a game, or then you might have to wait four weeks to your next game. But, you know, to have the opportunity to play a lot of high-caliber opponents in such uh, a quick time is going to be a, a great opportunity for your team to really show the show the worth of it and how, how good you are compared to some of these best teams in the country and in the world. I think also uh, just we haven't really talked about rugby as much on this podcast, but we have two players who are probably the best players in their position in the nation that is Andrew Newell and Matthew Cascio Andrew who's going to play uh, rugby at Arizona next year and Matthew Cascio is going to play rugby at Wales next year what do those players do for the team how do they impact the team they're very smart uh they have extreme rugby knowledge Newell and his position is very shifty so he throws the defenders off balance and makes it easier for us when he passes the ball um Cascio he knows he's very good at kicking and he's very aggressive. If you um in his position, he's mostly a passer. He passes it, but if you leave a certain gap near him open, he will explode through it. And when he does, he will average I would say three or four broken tackles. It's really amazing to see him work. Um, you know, uh, I would say once or twice a game he'll have that random breakthrough, break through the line that just. Get, like gives you hope, gives you uh, encouragement because it's um, just breaks through all these defenders and makes you want to uh, keep playing. So they're both really, really talented people. It's amazing. Uh, it's been amazing two years seeing them play and um, just watching them uh, develop into joining D1 programs. Yeah, and uh, continuing that um, segment on spring sports, you know, now going into baseball, they're looking really strong heading into the playoffs. You know, coming off a, a really close but really encouraging win over Brother Martin, who some would say is the hottest team in the Catholic League. And, you know, for us to, for our guys to pull out a game like that when it was close and when we were down late, but, you know, to, even though we felt like we were the better team, to go in there and, and not be afraid and just execute our plan and, you know, come through with the win at the end, it was... A really important showing for the guys and I think they've it's given them a lot of hope and courage you know going into the postseason now that they're gonna have to play you know a lot of really strong opponents 
I think uh, right now for the baseball team, the pitching has been excellent. I mean, William Good, we all knew, is going to be a, a great pitcher coming in. But then Bryce Pitts and Lee Bridgewater have also just been absolutely fantastic. And I think with three starting pitchers who can all just get in there and throw strikes, throw the ball, throw the ball fast too, and it's just hard to hit, I think if the bats start to click in the playoffs, I think Jez will be a very scary team to play. As well with Artie just being a really good team, you know, ranked second in the state. And I think schools like Catholic are they're they're marking us out because they're I'd say they think we're the biggest competition and we are. And I think we're the best most well rounded team in the state. You know, talking about the pitching, it's it's obviously having the starting pitchers is something so unique. But when you also look at the depth of the pitching lineup, especially the guys who can come in relief for an inning or two and throw some nasty stuff. I mean, you have Gates Barre who can throw really well. Jack Gainsworth. Jack he has Gainsworth. a weird, uh, weird release that gets batters off guard. And then, I mean, <laughs> I know Daniel Burke pitches some. And so we got a lot of guys in that rotation who can come in in relief for those starting guys and, you know, get us some outs when we need them. So also, uh, my brother is a, is a big track thrower. And uh, from him, I know today is the, uh, the district Track meet. Patrick, you have, anything, you have anything to talk about in the district? I would say district is going to be a really fun experience. Uh, as quoting from Coach Rudy, he said it should be a, a bloodbath. It's going to be tight. There are probably three or four teams who can all contend for that district title. It's probably the closest district we've had in years and probably the best chance we've had in a lot of years to, to win that title. I mean, coming off of last year, you know, kind of a tough third place where we thought we had a chance at winning and then we slid to third place in the last event. Um, we lost Jack Lurvier, obviously a huge part of that thrower's lineup. But as a whole, the throwers are probably better and can probably score more points in year, this year than we did last year. Our jumpers are a lot better, and we think we can score some points there. For the sprinters, it's really hard to compete with the likes of Holy Cross and St. Aug and Brother Martin. They've got some really, really good sprinters. But, you know, our distance team's going to come in and do our job. We're going to come in, get probably 60-plus points, and... Assuming, assuming that we can put all the pieces together, I think we have a very, very good shot at winning. It's just going to come down to seeing how the, how the chips fall at the end of the day, and you know, hopefully we can come away with the title. I mean, personally, I'm really excited to go out to Ted Gormley today and watch some of the, the district competitions. So all the best to the, the track team as they, as they embark. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And uh, you know, people talk about how the end of your senior year can almost seem like a movie. So... Killian, I guess that brings us into part nine of Killian's Concerns. Welcome, everybody. I am joined by the host and our special guest, Luke Corrette. Welcome to Welcome. the set of Killian's Concerns. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Yeah, this is this is an honor to be in Killian's Concerns. Not, I'm so ready. I'm not so just, ready. Not I've just been... any guest can be on Killian's Concerns. No, this is this I is a rarity. Yeah, this is very rare. And I, I'm so excited to talk about movies. I'm a big movie. I know, Rowan. I am going to get attacked today. I'm used to it. I get attacked every episode. But you know what? That's what makes it fun. All right, yeah, Killian. Why don't you kick us you know, off? You know, so classic Killian's Concerns. Patrick's going to be against everything we say. So yeah, I don't think that's I'm, right. I'm interested. I'm interested to see. I think right, there are so sleepers. Movies, they're hard. You you forget some movies. You uh, People have different tastes. Um, I'm going to just go with top three. Uh, I'm going to start with the comedy being the third best. Uh, it might not... I, I don't know. All right. Step Brothers. 
it's a great a movie. Very good movie. Awesome. It's a good movie. Great movie. It's hilarious. Once wow. again, don't know if it'll be top five. I'm gonna say top three, <sighs> but it is a funny movie. I'm, it's not, a very I'm, done I'm not sure it's the best. I kind of Will Ferrell movie. What do you think is the best Will Ferrell movie? I really like. Okay, well, there's a few. The other guys is hilarious. That's a great one. That's that's probably if I had to put in a comedy Will Ferrell comedy in my top five, it'd be up there. And that might be the only one. Anchorman's pretty good too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Anchorman. See, that's fan. the thing I forgot about Anchorman. Like I forgot, like just you're on the pressure. <laughs> I forgot about Anchorman. Anchorman might have to. Anchorman and Step Brothers are pretty close. They're pretty close. I'm a big Anchorman. I <laughs> really like the other guys though. I don't think I've ever seen Anchorman. Wow. Oh. You need to go watch Anchorman. You need wow, to watch bro. Anchorman hey. one and hey, Anchorman two. Hey, 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 Anchorman hey. one, you're gonna you're gonna watch it. You're gonna be like, wow, this movie is so stupid and weird. Then you watch Anchorman two, and you'll just be like, what? <laughs> oh, well, I got homework tonight. Uh, this week, Luke, 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 I think you should, skip, you should skip Junior Prom this Friday and just watch Anchorman. And Anchorman <laughs> no, I, that sounds like a plan. You know, <laughs> just ask my date, hey, you want to go watch Anchorman instead of going to prom? Come on. If she if she's in the know, she will immediately say yes. <laughs> I got. I, I mean, yeah, no. Hey, Anchorman is a brilliant movie, but I guess it's time to uh, go to my number two. Anybody have anything else to say about the comedies, or we can we can move on. Well, I think if you're looking at if, <laughs> if you're not gonna include any more comedies on your list, I think a few that have to be thrown out there. I mean, The Hangover is a Monty Python and the Quest for Monty the Grill. Monty Python's. I, uh, that actually, too I think stupid. I think that is. How a, do you? I agree ouch, with Killian on that take. I'm a huge Monty uh, oh, Python fan. Uh, you have to be in a good mood to watch it. But I think The Hangover is obviously a classic that Hangover's many people. Classic. Hangover's, Hangover's a great movie. classic. And uh, you know, I think there's a few few movies up there, some comedies that I'm sure I'm forgetting right now. That are you know really funny, but you know deserve the recognition of being a top three comedy movie. I I, I understand. I'm telling you the movies are hard. People, movies, I agree with you. I agree. Movies are hard. Sorry, right, Killian. Anyway, what's your number two? Interstellar. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. I uh, shout uh, out Mr. Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. yeah. It, it, for it really time. is. It really Simple is a times. a great cinematic masterpiece. If I had to say so myself, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Is, I love him as a director. Is great. Um, the Batman's are great. I dare say Inception might be a better movie than Interstellar. I'm actually going to watch I mean, it today. I, I, dis- I disagree today. a little bit, but I think a second for role, him, man. for him, Interstellar, a third role. I think is probably. I think Inception is him really being Christopher <coughs> Nolan and kind of going crazy with it. But I think for him, Interstellar is probably that perfect balance of the Christopher Nolanness and then the something. An average person could come up with and i think that's very and i think that's noble and i think the the cinematography and also just the matthew soundtrack. mcconaughey's the soundtrack by Hans zimmer is fantastic one of the better soundtracks. it's fantastic i will, I will in fact say though that i liked inception because of how i had to think about it the whole time nerd uh, nerd yeah well uh, it's it's the truth but Luke, I, wait. So, I, but I mean, Interstellar is a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. I have no qualms on the, with that one for me. What do you think, Luke? I, I saw that movie last year. Like you said, In Mr. Bacon's, Bacon's class. class. <laughs> Man, that the only movie I stayed awake for. No, I'm totally kidding. Wow. That was, I, that was amazing. Did you sleep Ooh. through the life of pie? Did you sleep through the life That's of pie? That's our president, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did not sleep through the life of pie. Though, it was kind of, it's not, not my favorite. Yeah, it's fair. In the moment, we've all been waiting for Killian. What's your number one? Have a drumroll? No, I don't. (laughs) I just brain freeze, boys. All right. Oh boy. You actually don't remember? 
Wait, wait, wait. Guys, I told you. I mean, Killian, I'm going to guess. Uh, the Departed, Goodfellas, uh, A Few Good Men. Um, a Few Good Men's not a Pixels. Top three. Oh, oh, I got it. 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 Turbo. So, Killian, what is your number one movie? Forrest Gump. Really? That's. I never would have saw that coming. People, uh, people love Forrest Gump. Or they hate it. Like, like, is it a movie you'd watch over and over again? Not really. Because then how could it be your number one? I mean, because, like, I, I guess like it, it's the way it affected me. It was a good movie. It actually kind of affected me a little. I got a. I, I, it makes you get a little emotional. I guess it's a good movie. You got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. I got no legs. Life, um, life may or may not be like a box of chocolates. <laughs> I, I just you never know what you're gonna get. I, I just remember uh, watching it on a plane and kind of completely getting off guard, like caught off guard, and um, just thinking about it for the next like day or two. It, it was just a good movie. Um. I don't know. It was just the way, the way, the way it touched my heart. You know. I'm Very gonna similar. say I don't think I've watched all of Forrest Gump from the start to finish. Ooh. I mean, it is. It is like a. It's a long movie. A long it's a very, movie. it's a very long, long movie. movie. That's why but I it's, it it's definitely one that it'd be worthwhile to sit down and watch and continuously. It's it's a very well done movie and it's it is very impactful. Maybe not my number one, but I was kind of basing it on impact a little you know, bit. If I had to say another comment just about movies in general. Some of the best movies that you get to watch are airplane movies. So underrated, you know. That's so true. On little screen. Midway, Battle of Midway. That was good. Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of movies that I've really liked, and it, it really it can make or break um, an air, on airplane. Airplanes. Not oh. airplane movies. Okay, those are my airplanes. Oh no, <laughs> no, Gillian. I was not talking about movies that include airplanes. I was talking well, about movies that I watch on an airplane. Is it is it okay? Oh, with, is it okay I'm with y'all if I so if I go into my top three? Fine, go, go quick. Oh, well, I'm also, no, that's I'm gonna also, be all mobs, dude. I'm also I'm also making it a top five. And uh, the Godfather two, one, the call, Godfather two, calling, and Godfellas. Goodfellas. <laughs> calling two honorable mentions. Uh, my my honorable mentions are um, Dodgeball. Oh, that's great! Really movie. funny. I movie. forgot about that one too. I love him. Peter LaFleur. Man, I haven't seen Dodgeball either. So good. All right, Luke. So all right, Luke. And then my other Uncultured, one. Man. My what other even one, are you, dude? My other one is probably my favorite thriller of all time, uh, Shutter Island. I think it's just a fantastically Ooh, done movie. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's man, I'm wild. surprised you didn't add The Silence of the Lambs. It's a great movie. That is a fan. <laughs> that's probably the best horror movie. And then, uh, you know, my number three, like Killing, I'm going to comedy. Uh, Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail is my number three. I'm really surprised <clears throat> you didn't say Goodfellas. Hey, oh, just oh, wait, just for wait, three? Just wait. For three? Yeah, you yeah. think Goodfellas is that'd be low. Three? That'd be low for Goodfellas. That's to say. Uh-oh. And, uh, but I think, I think Monty Python's a really funny movie. I also think Life of Brian is really funny. But I think Life of Brian sometimes has, like, uh, as, as a Catholic individual, I think it can be a little upsetting sometimes. And I think uh, Quest for the Holy Grail is kind of that perfect balance of the Monty Python funniness as well as just kind of, kind of lighthearted stupidity. Okay, okay. The number two. Anybody want to guess? Goodfellas? No. Godfather then. Uh, it's uh, The no Departed. Way. The Departed, number yeah. two. Is that, is that the one that, movie. Did, did I watch that with y'all? You have Damon, Matt Damon. Matt Damon and DiCaprio. Oh, DiCaprio. That's, one of your, that's one of your favorite movies? That's such a good it's movie. It's such a good movie. And it they, is a good movie. Okay, boy. and then when they name drop at the at the end of the movie. It's like, yes. That's just, oh. it, it's, I, I still remember the first time I watched it. Dude, it's so good. DiCaprio's in it, right? Yeah. All right, then I know what you're coming. All right. Roland, wrap us up. What's your number one? Goodfellas. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yep, yep. Got him. All I'm right. sure nobody saw that coming. Oh, okay, no. one last bit of Killing Concerns. Everyone go around. Favorite kids movie? 
Like kids that you movie? watched as a kid, oh, animated. Oh, Wally, easy. Wally? Okay, killing. Go. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, uh, pass, pass me real okay, quick. Pass me real Luke quick. Red. You got um, it. Hold up, I got it. I got it. It's a, it's a Disney movie. I'm going with Cars. I'm just gonna say that now. Cars. Cars. Yeah, it's a cars is a classic. Princess and the Frog. Oh, okay. okay. I, like the okay. I like the Louisiana setting. That's I nice. like it. I like it. I like it. Oh, obviously, like, it's just coming to my head. Meet the Robsons was pretty good. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. That's, I would have never pulled oh, that one. I also that's like classic. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That was such a good movie. That's a good, that's a good movie. And then for me, also some two impactful children's movies, uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Thank you all for listening to Part 9 of Killing's Concerns, or discuss our top movies. If y'all have uh, any movie concerns, just um, comment in the link below that we're not going to put up. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. And that's been another great episode of the Tem and Rick podcast. It was season four, episode 10. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Dun, dun. Cut your own. <laughs>